At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the VSIN Bet Center. I am Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. James Salinas, alongside my partner, hailing from Denver, Colorado, as we enter the fourth and final hour of the Bet Center. And we are into the second half of action in Brooklyn, game three between the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. And now a 10 point advantage for the Boston Celtics, 60 to 50. They are four and a half point favorites in the live market. 216 and a half is your total for the uh, in game total, the, their, <laughs> the in game wagering, 216 and a half. Uh, between the Celtics and the Nets. And, and I tell you what, James, this is starting to get ugly for Brooklyn. Uh, we, you and I talked about it earlier, and now they add a bucket, 60-52. to 52. But uh, if they drop this game, this is over. Yeah, it's over, and, and we'll, we'll see the Nets. Uh, how much energy do they have left, and how much fight do they really have left going into a sweep? This was the game you're supposed to have a desperate effort for. They fall behind 3-0, lose this game tonight, down 3-0 in the series. I don't I don't see that coming out in that in that final game regardless of them playing at home. I think this more so I'm just watching Boston how they're defending on the perimeter and I think with Boston the the fact that when Robert Williams is not out there they're able to switch a lot more. They have a smaller lineup out here right now. I know Horford's probably the one that you can exploit out in in the perimeter on defense, but we've seen it a lot. They are 
a lot of switching of screens because a lot of these guys are pretty interchangeable out there on the perimeter as far as the size and their athleticism and their ability to to match up with other types of players that maybe aren't their same position. And I think that's been the key. Every single ball screen that we've seen here, they've switched. Even here, when Horford gets into a screen, he switches. And I think right now, the Nets are just struggling to find any kind of consistency offensively. There's another turnover from the Nets. KD can't get the ball in his hands, kind of goes off his fingertips there. He is struggling. You see him really frustrated, not even getting attempts on the ball, really struggling to even get the ball to his hands right now, Brady, and the same thing. Only three of five from the floor, but just the fact that a volume of shots sitting at five, can't even touch the ball. Great defense so far from the, and throughout the series, but in particular tonight. And you got to remember, too, thinking about the Boston Celtics and their and their head coach, Udoka, he was an assistant there with the Brooklyn Nets under un, under Nash, and he knows that team, and really he was a defensive assistant, but he knows those players, he knows their tendency, and that's a really an advantage. I think that was an advantage we really haven't talked about a whole lot is the coaching matchup with all the star power for the Brooklyn Nets coming into this game, but when you have somebody that was on that bench prior to and understands and sees these guys every day in practice, sees them play multiple games throughout his tenure there as an assistant coach on the bench for the Brooklyn Nets, you know what they do well, and you know their weak and you know how to try to attack and exploit them, and we're seeing it really play out. Great game plan and internal knowledge from Udoka, the head coach from the Boston Celtics. I think you bring up a great point, James, and you're right. It's something that uh, has not gotten much mention in this series at all, and uh, looks like maybe it's playing a big part. The Brooklyn Nets starting to get back into this game here. I mentioned uh, at the top of the hour they were trailing by 10 points. Now just a four-point margin as they have cut that to 60 to 56. The Celtics are now a two-and-a-half point favorite in the live market, and your live total is 213-and-a-half. James, we were talking about a couple of the final baseball games to go to first pitch here in the last hour, of course, the Baltimore Orioles and the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim, they will go to first pitch in just a few minutes. We talked about Noah Syndergaard and off the great start that he's having with his new team here. Uh, the Angels, a big favorite in this game. Spencer Watkins goes uh, for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. He does not have a decision on the year. His ERA currently 2.25, a whip of 1.25. He is 0-1 with an ERA of 24 in two career appearances versus the Angels. Did you happen to fire on that Syndergaard prop over five and a half strikeouts? Yeah, I did, and it's a, it's a quarter unit bet for me. So not a big play, just something to keep an eye on. I think for, for Syndergaard, I just like what we've seen in the first couple starts this year. A different Guys, you, you have to be able to adapt, and I think that's when you talk about longevity for athletes in any sport, and in particular now we're talking about the Syndergaard at the, on the mound pitching and coming back from the injury, this Tommy John injury, other injuries that he's sustained. He's had to refine his craft, and I think eventually that velocity will start to come back. He's not going to be back out there throwing throwing the, those 100 mile an hour heaters right now he's been averaging under right around 94 miles per hour on his fastball I think that will start to come back in time not again to that extent where he's hitting triple digits but what he's learning is he's learning his other he's a, he's learning his other pitches he's learning to pitch down in the zone he's utilizing his change up a lot more than he typically has and and that's what we, that's what I like to see I think guys like Syndergaard we talked about Verlander we saw him perform very well in his first couple starts coming back 
back from his Tommy John surgery where he hadn't been on the field since July of 2020. And I think pitchers like that are good for the game. We're, we talk about so much the, the, the struggles with fans getting engaged with the game and you, you gravitate towards certain players. And because these players move around so much, it's hard to be a fan of certain teams when your players are constantly on the move. And it's kind of this transient nature of, of these all-star players, but in particular for the, for these pitchers. And speaking of Syndergaard, I think we all want to see him do well. I think we've we've seen him excel in the past. Injuries derailed his career. The fact that he's refining his craft and finding another way to continue to get out on the mound and compete, learning how to pitch as opposed to just be the fireballer and thrower that he used to be. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him tonight, but not so much there because it's a small bet for me. Uh, but the other part of that too, Brady, is because the Orioles lead the league in strikeouts, when you're averaging 10 strikeouts per game, and I think Syndergaard continues to get his arms stretched out, he's going to be a little crafty here and have an opportunity to get his get some punch outs tonight and hopefully go over that five and a half number yeah he is two and oh with an era of 1.59 his whip is just 0.79 his xfip is a little out of proportion with his era though at 4.11 uh beginning shortly after the orioles and the angels the other leader in the american league west division the seattle mariners currently tied with the Los Angeles Angels, both at eight and six, the Seattle Mariners will host the Kansas City Royals, T-Mobile Park, up in the Pacific Northwest, six ten Pacific, nine ten Eastern time this evening. It'll be Chris Bubick for KC. He'll take on Matt Brash and the Mariners. The Mariners they have won six of their last ten games. The Royals have lost seven of their last ten games. Seattle opened at minus 130 on the money line, James, and they immediately saw the money. They are now a minus 175 favorite with a total of seven and a half. Did you do anything with this ball game? Yeah, when I was looking at this, I think the hard part is when you're looking at the rookie right-hander for Brashids, he's going to make his third career start, so not a whole lot to go off of. Last week, um, he, he pitched five innings of no-hit ball against the Houston Astros and ended up getting a hit in that sixth inning. He ended up giving up a, a home run as well, giving up two earned runs in that game, but struggled with his control, and I think the Astros will do that. He had six walks, did have five Ks, but allowed six walks to the Astros in that second start, and the Astros will do that. We know their approach to the play. It's a team that's hard. To, it's very difficult to strike out that, that Astros lineup consistently, um, so he struggled really probably just trying the nibble up there, not wanting to challenge some of those Astros hitters and staying away in certain counts and going ahead and giving them giving them the, the the free pass via the base on ball. Just haven't seen enough from Brash to say, yeah, this is a guy I want to bet on right now. But as far as the Royals are concerned, I mean, this is really an interesting through the first couple weeks of the season. Brady, you look at this game and these two lineups, really a contrast in plate approach early in the season. Royals last in the bigs in walks. Just 23 walks have they have have they received in 12 games while the Mariners lead the big leagues in walks, 62 walks in 14 games. I know they played a couple more games than the Royals have, but when you're talking about such a stretch, such a contrast from how the Mariners, their approach at the plate, working counts, being selective at the plate, as opposed to what we've seen with the Royals, they're putting the ball in play. However, they are, they have the least amount of strikeouts in the big leagues as well. So putting the ball in play, hitting to contact, not driving the ball though, not getting the ball out of the park I uh, I'm not gonna bet on a rookie pitcher with that much that where the numbers going that far in advance for the Mariners no play for me 
Yeah, both of these pitchers, actually, there are high hopes for both of these young pitchers, Bubik and Brash. Bubik currently 0-1 on the season, an ERA of 10.8, but he does have an XBIP that is a little bit more respectable at 7.02. Brash 1-1 on the season, a 3.38 ERA, 3.84 for the XFIP. Uh, Bubik pretty solid for KC last season, too. He won six games, James. This is for a team that was 14 games under 500, so not too shabby. I actually did take a shot here with the Kansas City Royals as I thought this price was just too way out of line. The bad news is I, I could have gotten a much better number. You can now get like plus 160 on the Kansas City Royals, and I think that's worth a shot. Um, I unfortunately bet it much earlier in the day and only got plus 145, but um, I think this game ought to be fairly competitive, and at that type of price, uh, I thought it was worth a shot. Uh, the Boston Celtics, uh, they had it down to just a two-point advantage over the Brooklyn Nets, but now back out to a nine-point lead, 71-62, to with about five and a half minutes left in the third quarter, and make that uh, Boston as a five-and-a-half-point favorite now in the live market, 216-and-a-half for your live total. It, it seems like every time we've seen Brooklyn get a little bit closer here, Boston just extends the advantage, and James... We've talked about the disappointment so far for the Brooklyn Nets. We really expected a big effort out of them, but uh, boy, these Celtics just can really play defense, and they've done that throughout this series so far with the Brooklyn Nets. Big picture in the Eastern Conference. I think Milwaukee looks great. Now, they do, of course, have a couple of injuries that they're dealing with. The 76ers, you know, they lost today, but it looks like they'll take care of business with the Toronto Raptors. On the other side here, I want to get your opinion. Who do you think it is that comes out of the Eastern Conference? Miami was looking awful good until Friday night, and Trey Young got him nearly at the buzzer to keep that series hopes alive for the Atlanta Hawks. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Stick around. It is the VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We are now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10 day challenge to give you a fresh start. 
helping you to walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen nicotine pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative. They're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zen nicotine pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zen after 10 days, you'll get your money back. So head on over to Zen.com slash 10 to take the Zen 10 Challenge. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10 one zero Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the VEASAN Bet Center. The Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics game three from Brooklyn. And right now the Celtics out in front 72 to 65. They are four and make it 74 to 65. Back out to a nine point advantage. And they are back out to five and a half point favorites in the live market. Your total keeps ticking down now at 211 and a half. James, of course, we were keeping an eye on that wild affair between the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays had a combined no-hitter that went into extra innings. Boston tripled to get the ghost runner home to take and eventually took a 2-0 lead in the top of the 10th inning. Now, Tampa Bay comes back. They've got two outs. Their runner is still there at second base. Boston commits a throwing error, overthrows the first baseman. The runner comes in to score. Now we've got a pitching change, and Tampa Bay actually has just walked it off. Three to two, your final in 10 innings. I didn't even see how that went down. Just looked up at the monitor there and saw the Rays players hugging each other. Probably was a home run uh, because they were down two to one. Kevin Kiermeyer was at the plate with a runner at first base. But boy, what a wild ball game. Tampa Bay gets rewarded for all their great pitching that they did through nine and a half innings. I guess going with the opener pays off, doesn't it? And Boston <laughs> kind of did the same. Boston kind of did the same thing with their starter, although Whitlock went four innings. He only gave up one hit. And all the way up until, I believe, the eighth inning, there had only been one hit collectively. Obviously, no hits on the Red Sox side and just one from the Rays side. And, and we've seen that a lot from the Rays going this opener route and having somebody just come in, whether it's two innings or just three outs or maybe one time through the order. That's just kind of, it's it's not the, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not the norm, but it's also not the exception anymore. It's, we're getting used to seeing that. But from my perspective, when we talked about this, I, I don't really like to bet those games we're having an opener on either side. And in this case, this game had openers for both sides. It's just really hard to predict how those bullpens are going to fare out, how they're going to be played coming into each game. And obviously for Cash, he knows how to manage his bullpen accordingly because he's done it for quite a while with his tenure there with the Rays. The Atlanta Braves leading the Miami Marlins 5-3. to three. That's the top of the sixth inning there. The Arizona Diamondbacks have extended their lead over the New York Mets, now 4 to nothing, and they're still batting in the bottom of the third inning. The Mets right now 6-1 to one on the money line to come back and win this ballgame. San Diego and Los Angeles are scoreless, bottom of the second inning there at Petco Park. And the Baltimore Orioles on the board early. Yes, will there be a run scored in the first inning? Cashes there as Baltimore takes a one nothing lead over the Angels still in the top of the first inning. Uh, James, I want to switch over to the NFL draft again and take a hard look at the N NFC North and some of the draft plans for the four teams in that division. Of course, the Packers, the Lions, the Bears, and the Vikings. And I'll start with the Packers. Uh, they have two, they're one of the teams that has two picks in the first round. They've got the 22nd and the 28th pick. And it, it seems like it's been three or four years now that we've been just 
when are the Packers going to take a wide receiver? They took Jordan Love, uh, you know, the quarterback there, uh, and, you know, maybe that upset certainly some Packers fans, maybe Aaron Rodgers as well. But, you know, this year, once again, the wide receiver is the the buzz around the Packer draft that uh, they have to add. Of course, they lost Devontae Adams, obviously, and it is minus 165 that a receiver will be the first player taken uh, in the draft by the Green Bay Packers. And then it gets pretty steep after that. An edge rusher at better than four to one, a linebacker at six to one. I thought a tight end, though, at 100 to one was kind of interesting. The Packers, just to be the Packers, maybe they'll take a guy that's a receiver, but not quite a ride receiver. And maybe you could cash a 100 to one ticket with Green Bay taking a tight end. Well, if we go on how the trend has been for the last two decades with Green Bay, yeah, don't bet the don't bet the favorite here with the wide receiver laying 165. They haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round since 2002, so it's wow. been two decades now. Yeah, 20 years now. That the challenge here is: do they need the receiver position? Obviously, they do. Valdez Gantling gone as well. So, but yeah, with the big loss right there and behind you, there or close to you there at at Allegiant Stadium, having Devontae. Adams that was that what a tandem that was for a number of years with Aaron Rodgers and Adams just making it look so easy sometimes just picking on certain corners and secondaries uh, throughout the years being able to make plays but the hard part is they have two so if we're rewarding this the exact first round pick we're talking about their number 22 pick doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to go number 22 with the first with with the wide receiver maybe it's the 28th pick that's why I can't play this I just don't know where where are they going to fall because it's the have and like the other teams that have two picks really hard you you understand what the need is there for Green Bay at the wide receiver position but it doesn't necessarily mean that that whoever they like at 22 they may be able to capture that that player at 28 whether it's maybe Pickens from Georgia or Dotson Penn State we'll see who's around because I think there are going to be a you know the, the wide receiver position is going to be very coveted this year it's a really deep class and will Green Bay take one of those guys or take uh, uh, the best available most likely but can they get him at 28 instead of going at 22 potentially that's why it just makes it hard to to play Green Bay here because they have two picks in the first round the Baltimore Orioles add a second run in the top of the first inning. Now 2 nothing over the Los Angeles Angels. And yes, there will be a run in the first inning. Cashes up in Seattle as well as the Kansas City Royals are on the board. one to nothing, still batting in the top of the first inning. All right, down to the Detroit Lions. And we've touched on this one a little bit. They have the second and the 32nd picks in the first round. And it is a pretty heavy favorite that they will go with a defensive lineman and edge rusher. Uh, you, you want to check your book there and make sure those are not differences as far as what position they're defining there. Uh, the, do they give you both D linemen overall, no matter what you, if you want to specify and call them an edge rusher. Anyway, minus 280 for that to be the first pick with the second choice for the Detroit Lions quarterback at five to one. Um, I, I don't even want to bet quarterback. I just think that would be so silly for them to take a quarterback with that second pick, James. But uh, minus 280, I mean, maybe that's cheap. That's what we think it's going to be for Detroit. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 
They are. They're not going to trade out of it. I'm sure they might want to trade out of the the number two spot, but no one's going to be takers for that for that draft position. Like no one's going to be takers for the number one overall pick. It's just not that kind of draft. And def, I agree with you. Not going to go the quarterback position. None of these quarterbacks in my mind should be going in the first round. There's not a franchise quarterback in the lot, in, in particular, in, regardless whether it's the first round or beyond. Now, does Detroit? And so I agree. I mean, that's laying 280, depending on what you can get down, wherever you can get down. Uh, uh, you know, certain certain sports books. Maybe I, I've learned my lesson. I'll just go and look in my truck and see what I what kind of loose change I have sitting in my cup holder, and that's what I'll be able to go in and and play. Maybe on these kiosks at some of these places, maybe they shouldn't have dollar. You can't put dollar bills in there. You should be able to just put a coin slot. But I think from this perspective here, Brady. Maybe the quarterback, and I know there's we don't have the the full menu, and a lot of places are going to start to open up menus come Monday. But Detroit. Yeah, first for the number one pick overall, their number two pick uh, for for the for the Lions going edge rusher or defensive lineman. But what about the last pick? That'd be something that'd be kind of interesting. They held the number thirty-two pick, and we talk about that fifth-year option with these first-round picks. A quarterback there, we could see that, and that's where I think again teams are going to be, and that, not that Detroit's going to be desperate for a quarterback. Um, they're they've been desperate for a, they, having. I, I think Jared Goff's the stopgap. For now, and I think he'll be something that they're going to go forward with for this season and then maybe look to develop somebody. So I could see them going with the pick of the quarterback at number 32, the last draft pick of the first round, but definitely not the first pick when you're talking about number two overall. I'm hopeful it's Kayvon Thibodeau, but it definitely, in my mind, will be a pass rusher, edge rusher, defensive lineman. Although, check the semantics on those things, right, Brady? To your point, we don't want to have an edge rusher, defensive lineman, linebacker, corner, whatever it might be, check the semantics, check the rules based on where you're betting to make sure that the semantics are in place when it comes to how these players are actually listed and labeled and what position they play. Yeah, it'd be interesting if you could find a bet that is worded, will the Detroit Lions draft a quarterback in the first round? And you wonder what the price would be on that. I mean, maybe it's even money. I don't know what the number would be, but uh, that would probably be a pretty good bet because I agree with you, James. I think uh, it makes a lot of sense for them to pick up a guy, uh, a quarterback that could kind of just learn under Jared Goff, maybe for a season or two. Uh, We will see how that plays out. We'll get to the other two teams in the NFC North on the other side. Boston up by five on the Brooklyn Nets, just about headed to the fourth quarter here. 77-72 in favor of the Celtics. We'll be back with more in just a moment on the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sin is all in the draft for next week right here in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show tomorrow, Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Tim Murray and Sean King will break down all the first round prospects and prop bets available. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick. And his son, VSIN's draft preview special. That's tomorrow again, 6 p.m. exclusively at VSIN. Don't forget to download our NFL draft betting guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Go to vsin.com slash draft. 
for more information. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VSIN Bet Center. The Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets have made their way to the final frame, the fourth quarter there in game three. And the Celtics begin the fourth quarter with a nine point advantage, 81 to 72. They are now six and a half point favorites in the live market. Your live total at 209 and a half. Some baseball going on on in action currently. The Colorado Rockies just finished up the Detroit Tigers there, so they split the doubleheader. 3-2 to two the final. The Tigers put up a little bit of a fight there in the bottom of the ninth inning to put a couple runs across, but Colorado gets away with the victory and the split. 3-2 to two your final there. Miami and Atlanta, this one just continues to go back and forth. In the sixth inning, it's already well over the total. 6-5 to five in the top of the in the top of the sixth inning, six to five, Miami currently on top of Atlanta. Arizona in front of New York, four to nothing. The price on the New York Mets in game has come down a little bit, plus 575 to come back and win this one. Game is currently in the bottom of the fourth inning. The San Diego Padres are on the board first against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Another interesting opportunity here, James. You've got the Dodgers down one to nothing, top of the third inning. And you can get L.A. at plus money, plus 125 in the live market. You don't often see the Dodgers with a plus beside their odds. Yeah, I just think it's the pitching, looking at the pitching matchup, and that's why I stayed away from this one. Darvish kind of up and down for the first three starts, two quality starts, one no-hitter through the first six innings to open the season, and then a really horrible start, forgettable start, his second and sandwiched in between out there in in, uh, San Francisco against the Giants. But then Tyler Anderson just wasn't sure what we are going to see out of Tyler Anderson making coming in in the offseason to to build out some depth for that pitching staff for the Dodgers and making his first start of the season been been very done very well in his two relief appearances middle middle relief appearances coming in pitching eight innings in the course of two appearances that he's come in eight K's no walks during those two stints but you know for Tyler Anderson just not seeing enough of him right now that I he's not a, a pitcher that I want to back right now to say yeah the short number get Good price on the Dodgers here, but is he going to be able to hold the Padres as uh, going going through the next few innings? Just not a pitcher that I'm going to trust to come back. The Baltimore Orioles up early on the Los Angeles Angels, two to one, bottom of the first inning, and already three runs on the board total, and we're not even out of the first inning yet. The Angels still batting in the home half, trailing Baltimore two to one. Seattle comes back in their home half of the first inning and puts two on the board. They now lead the Kansas City Royals. Two to one. They are still batting in the home half of the first inning. And no, the live line has been suspended in that game currently. The uh, Bears are the next team on the list here as we take a look at the draft prospects for the NFC North Division, James. We talked about the Lions and the Packers. The Chicago Bears, their first pick is not going to be until the second round. That will be the 39th pick overall. And you've got wide receiver and offensive linemen as the favorites for which position will be drafted first. They are both at plus 250. Defensive back is at 3-1. to one. Defensive lineman uh, slash edge rusher at plus 450. And then it gets a little deeper after that. But, you know, it's I don't think they're going to go defense. And not that the Bears' defense was great last year, but it was certainly better than their offense. They have to have offense this year. Obviously, Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, whoever it is, they're going to need a weapon, a wide receiver. 
Um, but they're also, I think, maybe even a bigger need is the offensive line. And, and obviously, those two positions are favored there at plus 250. The wide receiving core, as we have noted in this draft, is pretty healthy. And the offensive line is not bad either. But again, the Bears not picking until 39th. Yeah, it got to be offensive line. It- I know it's offense sells tickets and that's great. You got to find uh, you find a replacement there at the wide receiver position for Justin Fields to make some plays down the field, but he's never going to be able to throw the ball down the field if he doesn't have time in the pocket to throw the football. And at that offensive line is, it was one of the worst in the league, probably bottom, uh, what bottom five in the league, in my opinion, for just the collective talent up front. They need to go there now. Thinking about where do they go or do they move up in the draft and and is there somebody that they covet potentially, but you know where does their draft capital to be able to do that? That's why they're sitting where they're at now because they made the move last year to go up and get fields. You got to protect them. You made that move last year to move up. You made it a couple times and lost draft capital with Mitch Trubisky a handful of years ago. Now you moved up again last year to go get Justin Fields. You got to protect your quarterback. In this case here, it's got to be offensive lineman. Who that is when we get that far down the draft? I mean, that's that's going much in more detail than what I'm going to be able to find a particular player. But you're thinking about what they should do, Brady. In my mind, that's what Chicago should do. If the Fields is your franchise quarterback and you moved up last year in the first round to go get him, give him some protection. Let the young kid have a couple seconds back there to throw the ball. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly, and uh, I guess I was proven very wrong last year. I was saying the same darn thing about the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Yeah. I was like, you got to draft Panay Sewell, and they went and got Jamar Chase, and all they did was go to the Super Bowl, you know. So um, I don't think the Bears are ready to go to the Super Bowl just yet. Stranger things have happened, though, but I, I'm with you. I, I think you have to go offensive lineman first, and you know, who who knows what's going to be available there at the 39th pick as far as the offensive linemen in this draft. I, I think offensive line and, and wide receiver is pretty healthy as far as the pickings in this 2022 draft. So maybe they could pick up a good player either direction uh, that they decide to go there. Let's take a look at the Minnesota Vikings. They will have the 12th pick. And uh, defensive back is number one. I can certainly understand that. A defensive back position to go as the Vikings' first choice is plus 115. Defensive lineman, edge rusher, plus 275. Offensive lineman at 4-1. to one. You know, I think the Vikings probably do need a little help uh, on the O-line, but I think defensive back absolutely probably is the biggest need for this team. They, they, they're going to need to take two or three of them. <laughs> Yeah, is Stingley going to be there? Who Who's going to be there? That's the key where they're drafting. Is they going to have somebody fall that far to them? I, I don't know if defensive back, now I agree. I, they need a defensive back. They were fifth worst in the NFL, giving up 4,300 yards passing last year. And you think about the division they're in. Aside from Aaron Rodgers, what scared you last year? Well, Jared Goff and, and the young rookie there in Chicago lighting them up for the Vikings. I mean, that's, you know, you think about where that division stands and yeah, maybe that's uh you'll have at least those four games where you're not facing uh, outside of facing green Bay within the division that might help you be able to bring that number down next year uh, as far as passing yards given up. But, you know, I, I don't know if defensive back and in particular the corner, all the talk, shut down corner, shut down corner. But, you know, because these teams, we've seen just this explosion of offense. We know the rules are geared towards the offense. You, you can't touch the you, you can't touch the quarterback. You can't touch the receivers off the line. You can't be physical. I think the, the, the radius of where you can actually hit somebody now and tackle somebody is right around the belt buckle. And that's about it without getting a, a flag. 
And so I think we've seen teams have to revert to playing a lot of different zone coverages, mix up a lot of different coverages, but, you know, you're playing a lot more zone. These teams are running, you know, you don't have your typical XYZ receiver and then the fullback and the back and their tailback. Like you're seeing a lot of empty sets, five wides, all these bunch sets and playing a lot more zone. So are cornerbacks as coveted? Now is the lockdown corner like it used to be in the past? I don't think so. But for Minnesota, definitely need some help in the secondary and in particular at the corner. So if somebody like Stingley happened to fall that far down or any quality talent fall down to where they're at in the draft position, I would suspect the Vikings would go that route. You know, it's pretty interesting. I was trying to find it here, but uh, Stingley, I believe the uh, total on his draft position, if you want to go under or over, is somewhere between, uh, between 10 and 12. And kind of interesting that the Vikings are right mm-hmm. there at 12 with a defensive back being probably that team's biggest need. So maybe there's, you know, an edge you can find there, depending on what number you see with Stingley. You figure he's probably going to be the first cornerback taken. Uh, we will see, but maybe you've got an opportunity there with the Vikings certainly being a team that could use some help in the defensive secondary. The uh, Brooklyn Nets could use some help, period. They are down by nine once again, 93-84, to 84, just six and a half minutes left in regulation here, and the Boston Celtics have moved out to six-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Your in-game total currently 209-and-a-half. If Boston can hang on here for the final six-and-a-half minutes, they will take a three-games-to-none lead over the Brooklyn Nets and be in firm control of this series. Brooklyn not looking good right now with just six and a half minutes left, possibly in uh, their foreseeable future for this season in the NBA. We'll be back to wrap it up here before the Greg Peterson experience is next on the way at VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. cold beers cold hard cash join the action on the pitch with the heineken 2022 soccer prediction challenge compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of one hundred thousand dollars in total cash prizes head to draftkings.com heineken now to start your run at victory 
Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and older, over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final segment here of the VSIN Bet Center before we hand it off to Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson Experience. He'll take you the rest of the way for your Saturday night. Just five baseball games currently in action. Everything else has gone final. The Miami Marlins leading the Atlanta Braves 6-5 to five in the bottom of the sixth inning in Atlanta. The New York Mets are on the board. Here we go, James. 4-1. to one. Arizona leading New York in the top of the fifth inning. The last I saw, New York was plus 425 when they were trailing four to nothing and were coming to bat in the top half of the fifth. Currently, the line, the live line has been suspended, but uh, the Mets trying to get back into this one and take their second in a row down in the other desert. The San Diego Padres up one to nothing on the Dodgers and make that two to nothing. They are in the bottom of the third inning there at Petco Park. The live line also currently down on that one. The Baltimore Orioles leading the Los Angeles Angels two to one. Bottom of the second inning there in Anaheim and the Seattle Mariners leading the Kansas City Royals two to one up in Seattle. Bottom of the second inning there. The basketball season unraveling for the Brooklyn Nets as they trail once again by 12 points to the Boston Celtics. 96-84 to and under six minutes left in this basketball game. Also, the live odds suspended currently in that one. They are at a commercial break. Again, the Celtics up by 12, 96-84. to We've got more basketball for your Saturday night coming up after this one, James, probably about 15 minutes from now. It'll be the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. They will resume their best-of-seven series just after the top of the hour. Grizzlies lead this series two games to one, and tonight's contest will be in Minnesota for game four. Crazy game three on this same floor in which the Minnesota Timberwolves blew two 20-point leads. Two separate 20-point leads were blown in that game by the T-Wolves. And on top of that, the Memphis Grizzlies ended up winning the game by nine. Your final was 104-95. to In this one, the Grizzlies opened as three-point road favorites with a total of 233.5. And right now, Memphis has seen a little bit of money go the way of the Timberwolves as they are just two and a half point favorites and a little money on the under as well as it is ticked down to 232 and a half. James, this series has been very interesting and our guest Jordan Brenner brought it up uh, a little bit ago. I think Memphis is probably the more mature team and that's hard to say because both of these teams are very young. But I, I do believe that the Minnesota Timberwolves look a little bit more green, if you will, a little bit more inexperienced in this position. But you wonder, the big question for me is psychologically, how can they bounce back from that game that they blew on Thursday night where they did have two separate leads of 20 points? Um, I wonder if they'll bounce back here in a big way or if they're able to recover from that at all. Brady, that's where we look into, at least for me, when I do handicap on in any sport and basketball included, is the intangible of leadership. And who is going to be the guy that's going to not only get out there and have to make plays and make the plays on the court, but also get guys' minds right. Being that leader in the locker room, not to have some rah-rah inspirational speech, but to get guys focused, to understand the gravity of the situation and seize the opportunity where they're at. I don't know if anybody was really expecting 
the Minnesota Timberwolves to have the type of season and be in the position that they are in where they sit right now as that as that what seven seed through the play-in process in the Western Conference. Um, so maybe it kind of exceeded expectations to an extent. But then where's the leadership on this team? It is a young team for sure. It's relatively new coach on this team too. So not a long tenure there for the young coach there with the T-Wolves. And, and thinking about Carl Anthony Towns, and I think that's the big name on the team. He's obviously the, the most tenured player on that team. I think you can talk about Beverly and Patrick Beverly and his tenacity, and we know what kind of what kind of competitiveness and what kind of fight he brings out onto the court. Sometimes it, his antics can be a little beyond the, you know, beyond the realms of what it t- talk about sportsmanship on the court. And you want to get in guys' heads, and he'll do that. He'll do that, but sometimes that can be more of the distraction. It becomes more of the show of how he gets in guys' heads rather than trying to make other teammates better. He's just trying to take down his opponent that way. I don't consider Beverly the leader of this team. I think it's Carl Anthony Towns. And what have we seen from Carl Anthony Towns? Is there another player? Uh, and I'm sure there are. He's not alone, and I'm not going to single out Carl Anthony Towns. He's the only one that's always throwing his hands up, being so demonstrative on every single call. I mean, I feel like Carl Anthony Towns has never fouled anybody as in his career because <laughs> he just argues. But seriously, he when you're the leader of the team and you're out there and you're just flailing around, throwing your hands, crying and whining, he's always doing this. I don't know who's watching, but you can see, like, always doing this, whining about something. Like, play through contact. You're the biggest guy on that court suck it up, toughen it out, and get out there and make a play that way, right? So you have to lead your team not only through your actions and your abilities on the court, but also through how you conduct yourself and keep your poise. You start losing your poise. The rest of the team, it is a, such a young team there with Minnesota, Brady, that I think for Carl Anthony Towns, we need to see some more maturity out of him. Hasn't played well. He played phenomenal in that game one, uh, that win in game one at Memphis. Has not played well, been in a lot of foul trouble the last two games. He had nine turnovers, committed 10 personal fouls over the last two games, both losses for the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is where Carl Anthony Towns, not just putting the ball in the basket, needs to be the leader of this team. Is he capable of doing that? I'm willing to bet that he's not. I would be leaning towards the Memphis Grizzlies here. I don't want to play Minnesota. I don't want to bet on the intangibles and the psychology of this team right now. It's a very young team, exceeded expectations. I'd be looking to play Memphis in this spot, but I'll look and see if in-game maybe we get a better number and maybe get a plus price on the money line for the for the Memphis Grizzlies as this game as this game continues, especially in the second half. I think that's where Grizzlies will take over in the second half. In particular, John Morant, he doesn't have to always... You know, Brady, that's the other piece. You think about John Morant, young player, too. There's shooters in this league. There's scorers in this league. And somebody like Morant, he's not a great shooter, but he's a tremendous athlete. He's a great finisher, and he's a scorer. This guy gets to the foul line. I think he had 20-plus free throw attempts in that game three win. He's going to find a way to put the ball in the basket, whether it's through the field, through off the court or being at the foul line. I like Grizzlies. I think Morant has a sensational game tonight. Grizzlies win this game, and they'll win in the second half. Maybe we get a better plus price with Minnesota playing really playing a desperate effort in the first half. Maybe we can find a better angle there, but I like the Grizzlies to win the game tonight. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a good point there, James. Uh, the Grizzlies in the second half, and, and not necessarily the talent, but I think possibly that experience, and you talk about Minnesota exceeding expectations. Maybe they come back down to earth a little bit. Minnesota possibly a play in the first half, maybe even on the money line. But I think eventually Memphis gets its act together and shows up in the second half. I I don't know which way to go here prior to tip off, just taking one team or the other for the entire game. I don't really want to take just two and a half points 
with the Minnesota Timberwolves. But I could see them come out motivated and wanting to turn things around for the way it went down the other night on Thursday. I could see them maybe putting up an effort for half the game here, but you're right. I, I think the better team and the more mature team will prevail in the end and possibly the Memphis Grizzlies as a second half play. And, and again, this is just speculation on how this game's going to play out, but I think that could make some sense versus off of what we've seen and what happened in the uh, last contest game three with the Minnesota Timberwolves just blowing that so egregiously. The uh, Brooklyn Nets blowing this one as well. Never really seemed to have much of a lead after the yeah. first few minutes of the game, but now 103 to 88. I mean, James, they're getting blown out. We've got three and a half minutes left in this game, and they're down by 15. Everything's contested. and We talk about runs in basketball. Well, runs come off of defense, getting stops, and that's what we can't. Brooklyn just doesn't. That's why I didn't trust them. This is just a team that just doesn't, can't get consistent stops over the course of 48 minutes in a game, and we've seen it now. We're, we're, you're seeing the Celtics' second half being able to get the looks they want. Now Tatum, they're running players at him. Tatum creating for others for an easy bunny underneath for a teammate for an assist. I think this is where – this is going to be obviously they're they're Brooklyn's going to lose this game. They're down three, obviously with 15 to go. They're going to lose this game. They lose game four. I think they get swept. The uh, New York Mets have cut that lead in half, Mr. Salinas, four to two right now. They trail the Diamondbacks and they are plus 240 now on the money line to come back and beat Arizona. Bottom of the fifth inning and the Snakes are still batting your in-game total. Is it 10? That is going to do it for us. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Mr. Salinas. Thanks for being here, my friend. Up next, it is Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson Experience. Stick around with all of us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.